if I die tomorrow I hope you hear these words I ain't here to flip no birds or sip no serve Hope the future generations can get this urge Stay woke, youngin' And avenge these nerds, uh Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is your boy, Sebastian. It's your boy, Law. And your boy, Tone, from across the hall, on the road, in a delay. You're also <laughs> still across the bridge, I feel like. I, I'm past the bridge. <laughs> I went under the tunnel. Got it, got okay. it. Okay. So and you're always return. There. Wait, you got, Val, you got to jump in there, too. You oh, gotta... my bad. It's VMAC. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a little speed. You got to be like, it's VMAC. <laughs> eventually, I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. They gotta get there. Right, right, right. right. is returning as always. <laughs> anyway, guys, it is Tuesday night. We're excited because we have a great episode for you. We have um a great creator that's coming on Lots the show. Talked about today. Lots of, oh yeah. Ooh, there is um Attack yes. on Titan, Moon Knight. We may even like you know talk about the not talk about Morbius. Um, uh, <laughs> because well, we, we can know, totally talk about Morbius. Did we all watch? No, no, no absolutely not. not. Oh, what nope. do you mean? Absolutely. Wait, did nope. you watch nope. it? Was trash. For, well, well, relax. Nope. Jared Leto is the redeeming part of the movie. The story sucked. But for the most part, it was okay. I heard yes, that I watched it. I will no never sense. ever miss a Marvel movie. I don't care if it's good or bad. So You got to welcome back from Michelle. Hey, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> they missed me last person, week. Now. <laughs> they missed me last week. That, that's Seabass fault. It's Seabass fault that I wasn't it's, here. It's, uh, that, yeah, blame me. Go right We won't ahead. talk that's about it. that. I mean, I was going to blame you. Me and Tone blame you anyways. I don't know where you thought you were not going to get blamed for anything that happens. So it just is what it is at this point. It's the face. It's the face. It's the face. It's all the face. There we go. But let's get into some announcements real quick. The announcements. Boom, 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 boom. Um, so make sure you guys are tuning in every Tuesday. Yes, we are kind of on Facebook now as again, back on Facebook because Facebook is, uh, uh, not being finicky anymore. So yes. Hi, Facebook. Gasp. Gasp. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's because of all the metaverse hate. So they're like, yo, we need, we need to bring back the nerds. That's why. Um, <laughs> second is that make sure you guys tune in to the Medusa's Cascade D&D podcast every Saturday. Saturday. Listen to it on Spotify, wherever you can listen to it, mbeyond.com. Also, too, August 20th and 21st, mbeyondcon is back, the virtual show that keeps on, um, again, making a connection for creators to fans and everybody. So it's the greatest network show that is out there. It is going on its third virtual year. So make sure you guys have the date saved, August 20th and 21st. Um, again, VIP, the VIP uh, stuff that's going out this year for it. It is going to be built really big. There's going to be a lot of great stuff in there. So you definitely want to get your VIP. Um, next, next. You also, you also have a show. We have a spinoff show for that, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was getting into that. See, see. <laughs> make sure you guys are following the MB on YouTube channel. So um, every month there's going to be a new episode that comes out um, last week. We did. There was. Uh, it's called Three Creators. Last week it was Sam Vera. It was uh, Michael Gracia and Matt Shore, who you've all seen on Nerds and Around. They got together. Um, again, it's a show with three creators talking it out and everything about um, the creative process and just geeking out. And it's just three creators, no holes, no script, just three creators just um, talking. So there's already two episodes out. The first one was with Chandra Free. Uh, George Medina and Rodney Fike. You can go see those on demand now at the Beyond YouTube channel. That's it for announcements. What did nice, I do? Nice, nice. Well done. That was probably your best that was... announcements that you've done in a while, kid. I'm proud of it. It was pretty clean. 
I, I give uh, I give Kate May credit for that. Let's go. <laughs> Kate <laughs> May stars for you today. So um we without further ado, we wanna, we wanna, oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> hopefully they'll spawn and send me cases. Come on. <laughs> Monster, like hook me up, like you guys are my life source. What's up? It's your boy. <laughs> but I just um take cafe Bustello. Coffee. <laughs> I'll take that for possible too. That and a ninja is awesome. Listen, well, what's up? Talk to me. So, without further ado, um, we want to bring our creator that's um coming on as a guest. It's going to be your first time on Nerds. We want to give her a big warm welcome. She has a great comic that's out called um Path of the Pale Rider. Um, if you guys love zombies, if you love all that stuff and all of horror, and you love great art in a comic and love great writing, um, the Kickstarter is coming out. The Kickstarter is there in the link. So make sure you go there, give her your money because you know we got to read the first um few pages of this book and you're gonna want to give her your money especially after you meet her today so we want to give it up for the one the only laurie <laughs> almost hi everybody i'm laurie calcaterra i'm your comic Welcome creator and nerd i fit don't, in right with don't feel bad you should have seen me when i had to say the names in game of thrones it was this bad <laughs> oh god i'm not looking forward to it in august yo <laughs> So First honestly, so honestly, that's like his. It's, it's bad that it's his thing, but it's it's a it's a thing that just happens with him. He's not good with names, and it just is what it is. I can't even but say we my got name. A He's bad with pronouncing words. Period. That's that's fair. And <laughs> right, we got a hand. Hello, Lori from Allison. I was on Allison's podcast yesterday. Oh, cool. Sweet. Hey, yeah. Hi, hey, Glad to see her. Hello. So we Lori. like bonded. Yesterday, oh, so it was cool, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. It's always <laughs> awesome when you get to bond with your guests and everybody, and all that. Just yeah. like it's, it's it's that network because everybody wants to see you like um succeed and everything. And again, yeah, I want to thank so you cool. for coming on and everything. Um, so we like to ask our guests and everything, especially um when you come on the show. Um, what is your origin story? Like w- w- your superhero origin story? How did you get into comics? How did this comic become get involved with the making this great book here? Please give us your story. Okay. All right. So. Back when I was 17, I started doing martial arts. (laughs) And I've been doing martial arts. Yes, Allison, we totally bonded. So I've been training martial arts for 25 years. um, And I actually was choreographing fight scenes for a production company in Detroit called Coattail Collective. So we were choreographing like music videos and and just stuff in the background. And um, my team and I, we just kind of looked at each other and we were like, we can do this. So I wrote a short film it was the first thing I ever wrote, and there's like no plot to it. It's just like a seven-minute fight, you know, like a demo video to kind of showcase like some of the things that we're good at. So it's like a wall run, and I we have like a knife fight, gun disarms, I hit hockey with car, I do a bunch of really cool stuff. Um, the the production company liked what I was doing and actually brought me on to write content. So I wrote a web series for them called The Agency, which is more of like a spy drama. I think I heard that. I'll be here all night. <laughs> the Agency? I think I really? did. I think I did. Because uh, we were promoting it. We filmed the pilot, but it it didn't go anywhere because I ended up getting relocated from Michigan mm-hmm. to Texas. Okay. So it didn't go forward. But I wrote two seasons of that. So that was kind of like my first time writing sequential story, right? involved in this idea of like what would happen if things didn't die anymore um and i just built the whole world 
So I built, you know, all the rules, the technology, the, um, the fall of society, like the problems that are going to happen. Because when um, in this world, when you die, uh, your body dies, but your soul is stuck in your body as you decay. So you're still you, but you slowly descend into madness because your brain is decaying. So you either get violent or forgetful or mm -hmm. indifferent. I mean, it hits everybody differently, just like if, if you have like a, a brain injury or a degenerative disease in this world. Right. That's kind of how it works. So you don't completely zombie out. It's slowly zombies. Well. Give it a little bit of well, you don't. You're not like um, cannibalistic, you know, um, family. That's not how it is. It's right. like you die on Sunday on Monday, and that in itself is horrible too. Oh my like, god! No one wants to go to work <laughs> oh, after they die. Nobody wants no. to do that, right? So, Yo, if but I, it's like oh, it's god, people. Leave me! Don't wake me up. No, don't. Right? Ugh. That's rude. It's people. It's animals. It's insects. It's everything so we have like a myriad of problems we have overpopulation we have a food chain issue because animals are still animated so it's like you can't butcher a cow anymore because they'll kick your butt right oh my huh? god you just brought up so many like... right so many oh. questions right and i want to hear what you guys think and because i've been getting so many different takes on what this world is like and it's so cool to hear everybody's take on it so, but what if, okay, I was, I was saying this in another podcast, chicken, we probably butcher a chicken because it's small enough, but the, would the meat move? Ooh, can you just imagine that? So, no longer attached to the, what actually like causes the bodily function. Stuff, possibly? It could still move. In this world. Oh, wow. So, so, so now, so, so, so now at what die. level it does die. something not exist anymore? Oh. Like, you, have, you basically nope. have to there is none. You're stuck. You're a pile of bones. Wow. You're in your pile of bones. I wait. Oh even my. down to the bones. So like, let's say we like acidic yeah. skeleton. Like, skeleton you down, and you're. Let's just say we burn you to ashes. You're in your ashes. There's no. Escape. Oh my gosh! Right. So it's not like oh, zombie in the head and and move on. It's like everybody's trapped here in this. You didn't talk about it. I have <laughs> yeah. so many questions. Good. So a lot of so I know people uh, for some reason who have some affinity for comedy uh, yes. or are good at comedy are really good at horror people. Like have a really sick like <laughs> could just push it. Do you have a, like a thing where you? That's you. <laughs> I knew it. I'm glad. <laughs> okay. Okay. So like we went to see Kill Bill in the theater, and the the tea house scene where the bride is standing behind. Um, the French lady, and she cuts her arm off, and there's like blood going everywhere. I am laughing at the top of, <laughs> I'm just laughing really loud, and my husband is just like, I don't know this lady, you know, like I'm, I'm that person where it's okay. like that kind of stuff makes me laugh. Um, I have a lot of that humor in in the comic as well. Um, Jude is a smartass. Um, he's very sarcastic. Um, one of the things that he actually can do is he, um, he, he's hearing, but his mother uh, is deaf. So, 
Yes, that is correct. Um, but he can sign. So he will talk to you and sign like um, swear words and in put downs while you're not like if you're not if you're not paying attention to his hands, if you don't know sign language, you don't know what he's doing because he's like, yeah, it's cool, man. He's like, Fuck you. you know, so um, <laughs> it's just one of the character traits that he has. So I like I like to have fun. Um, I throw a lot of Easter eggs in there. We reference other pop culture things just for fun. And if you can catch them all, kudos to you because we've read the same stuff. Um, so it's just it's a lot of fun in my mind. But I love I love the horror genre. I love zombie genre. So I like to like spin it and turn it upside down and make it something different. Mm. Um, but like it's just the world itself to me is horrifying. I um, definitely got to yeah. get you and Johnny C in a room yeah. just just True. talking yeah. all that's you Johnny C and Matt Shore just talking horror. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Sure. This is yeah. literally like you took every zombie movie, every zombie concept. And we're like, how can I make this work? Like, how can I make, how can I make an already scary situation? More Black Mirror than Black Mirror. Yeah. So let me tell you some more. Let me, can I tell you some more? Okay. All right. So me, I know. See, that's how I bonded over this crazy stuff. So, um, okay. So now we have meat is a problem. What about, okay, so let's say we're going to become vegetarian. Insects, right? So insects also don't die. Pesticides don't work. And insects, to me, they're only good at like two or three things. They're not very smart. So maybe they don't understand that they're undead and they need to stop eating. So they keep eating all our crops and we can't stop them because, again, pesticides don't work. So we have this famine. So what do um, they... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Just, it's getting worse, and I'm I'm trying to actually think of like what can like we do, and it's there's they, almost nothing. So then you make a lot of die mistakes. of starvation, but there's then a lot you're of still living. But then you're and undead. Then you're, and what do you sustain you're, yourself on? But then you're you don't need to eat once you're undead, but you're um you're violent and you're moving into madness, right? You become unpredictable. So now we have this. It starts oh, out as wow. a minority of uh, this minority, right, of yeah, undead right. people. And at first, when things start to, to happen, it's like nobody knows what to do. But if you think about it in in the real life, in our world right now, once you die, you lose the right to drive, vote, firearms, oh, own sure. property, right? Mm -hmm. So what oh, happens sure. to this undead population? They're still here, but, oh, yeah, I already, I, I have a big fear of bugs, too, so... We write this giant scene in there where, never mind. You'll have to read it to find out. I, it's I, nasty. It's gross. Wow. I'm yeah. my mind is moving like a thousand miles a second because yeah. I'm really <laughs> trying to think of like how much worse the it's like. Yeah, well, how can okay, so let's talk about the population. Worse. So the population, you have people that are undead, you have people yeah. that are living, and then as they start to go into madness, they become unpredictable. So then, do we take away rights? Does the government step in? Do we have riots? Of course we do. Do we have sympathizers? Of course. You I know what I mean? So now we have this this unrest, on, you know, and you fuel um, overpopulation and famine on top of that, and you just have this TNT explosion of the fall of mankind. Right. Um, so just throw the whole planet away. Just throw it all away. Exactly. It just <laughs> explodes, right? It's done. I, could, like I don't even know if it's like the fall of mankind it's the fall of Earth. Like if there's yeah. yeah, the whole planet's done. Yeah. I can yeah. see how that could also be a problem too, because when you said that 
when you die, you basically lose your rights. You lose everything. You lose your property. Well, that happens eventually. Yeah. Let's let's say um, in my timeline, it's about five years into the apocalypse where, you know, because it takes time and there's red tape and bureaucracy and they have to build a case, right? So time has gone by and now we have a larger population that this is happening to. So that's when the problems start, right? So, I mean, like, it doesn't like day one, now, you know, we have riots. It's like day one, everybody's like, I, I, you're at the hospital and you're undead, go home. We don't know what to do with you. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't, know? yeah. Oh, I, I'm just lost for words because it's just, this world you created, so it how, just, it's I mean, usually decompose within, like, the first week. And do, you, yeah. do they immediately know when, like, when someone dies, what do they know that they're dead? And then they just start seeing, like, skin fall off and their body's swelling? I mean, what happens? Mm -hmm. There's so, so there's so much. Yeah, because yeah. right, so like, I, 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 I think he car accident, boom, they're yeah. dead, and then they yes. like they get. Do they even do, do they even get buried anymore at this point? No, that's a dead business. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> so like, all right, I'm just like I got smashed. Now, X amount of days later, I wake up and I'm just like, I know I died. Mm -hmm. Wait, do you even know that you died? I think people are aware. I mean. To like yeah. some degree, like something. I think bad. it depends on how, how you die. You die. Yeah, because yeah. if you died in your so, sleep, you're waking up the next day. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. This is such so a, interesting. Like wild. I, I, I am so interested. So buried and like, and I answer all the questions. So like, what happens when you die? Are you and in like in this world five years into it, where all the unrest is happening? Are you trying to pass as living? Maybe there's chemicals. Maybe there's an undead underground that will give you tips on how to pass as living or how to hack the technology that we've created to show that you're living because the government creates technology that you wear as a person living or dead that they can touch. So if you look at the, the, the Kickstarter pages, my cowboy Jude is wearing what we lovingly call a disc. So this disc that you wear, if you tap the center, it lights up green with your heartbeat. So boom, 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 boom. And it makes the, um, it has a speaker. So there's audio as well. So if you're undead and they hit it, it just flat lines and makes that noise as well. So that's real easy in the beginning when there's like no evidence of decay. But again, it's like, what if you mix this and this and this to try and make formaldehyde and all of a sudden now you can pass. It just, it reminds me of that movie with Bruce Willis um, and all that. With Death the, Becomes Us. Yes. Death Becomes it, Her. It's like when they, yeah, when they started like, you know, making sure that they did all that so they didn't decay and everything. Yeah. But um, I want to ask you about, because again, you you also worked with artist Marco DeFilio on this. Oh, you, yes. And he is so good. Have you seen so, Good I Oh yes, my God. I want to show some of these pages because it's nice. just, it's really beautiful art. So please tell me, how did this, uh, friendship and um you know i'll call it a comic marriage come together and how did it feel to see your words written come to life on these pages yeah i mean as a writer it's amazing to find an artist that can see what you wrote and put it on the page so marco and i actually met through a facebook group called connecting comic book writers and artists because i was obviously looking for an illustrator um, I had two other guys that were attached to the project in about 2020. And then, of course, pandemic and all the nonsense that happened with 2020, they ended up both dropping out. So when I brought Marco in, um, we basically had to start from scratch. 
But I mean, he, this is his jam. He loves Westerns. He loves steampunk and sci-fi and, you know, Marvel. And so we talked about all this stuff that kind of influences us. And hmm. I mean, it was, it was a no brainer, um, you know, and it's like his page rate worked for me. Um, my time frame worked for him. We signed a contract to spell that all of our, you know, all of our roles to each other. So we're on the same page. He's very easy to work with. Um, he has his own um, artistic process where it's like he has me involved in every step, but really my input is minimal. With the first thing we do is we just kind of read through the script, the whole episode, and we kind of plan everything start to finish. And then like for this eight page preview, um, each page, he kind of did three different versions of the page and like slightly changing the paneling or the perspective or the camera angle or something. And then like we would go through and I'd be like, I really like this, 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 you know, um, jumps out at me, stuff like that. So um, after that point, he does like a final pencil rendering. He lets me look at it just to make sure I'm cool with it. And he'll make small changes, but he's the one that really puts that on himself. I mean, check this out. This the makes so much more exploding. sense now watching it. Because I looked at this the other day when we, when I knew we were like interviewing yeah. and I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, and now yeah. that I have context, it makes so much more sense yeah. that with the grip on the cup and why he couldn't cry it out because the person is still holding still on alive. to it. And yeah, I'm, I'm like now realizing so much more. I'm so interested. <laughs> yeah. So where we are in this comic, um, Jude, his, the, okay, this is our main character, our cowboy. His name is Jude St. Clair. He's actually 10 years into the apocalypse. And now 10 years into this crisis, most people have moved on. You know, they're just trying to make it through the day. They just want to, you know, live their life or their on death, whatever. And that's it. Um, Jude is not complacent. He's not happy. He wants to know the reason why. Um, so he has this journal that he keeps track of all these conspiracy theories as to what started the breakdown, right? So he's been spending 10 years researching and debunking all these conspiracy theories, trying to find them. But it's like, when the dead don't die anymore, you can basically have anything be the reason. It's like, is it aliens? Is it chemical? Is it government conspiracy? Is it a virus? What is it? Is it the rapture? I mean, there's so many different things that it could be. Yeah. Um, so you really can't. I mean, look at that bear. <laughs> that's what I said. And that's where you, we leave off right, right there with the bear. And yeah. I just, so I, this is actually um, two thirds of the way into this comic. So there's stuff that happens before this, which will actually put what Jude does with taking that glass into context. Mm -hmm. And then I, we do resolve this situation. So the last page you see is that splash page with him and the bear. Um, <laughs> I love yeah. you, Pong. <laughs> I love all of you. You're hilarious. Um, <laughs> so there is stuff that happens after the bear wakes up. So we do resolve it at the end of this episode. And I want to apologize because y'all are going to hate me, but it's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like not, I said, um, I'm nice and I'm loving it. I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm loving the concept. It's so intriguing. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm excited about it. So, like, I just keep thinking about, all, I always think about like the moral implications of someone who wanted, who so wanted to die because they're like, oh, if I die, I could just keep on living until mm -hmm. whenever. And then I don't have to worry about any of the worries or stress of life anymore. So 
is it important to be alive anymore? Right. <laughs> I There's so mean, many. I mean, you have your you have your benefits. You have your job. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. I want to have like a full on. I mean, I would still want to be alive because so much. Oh, I don't want to. I would be very happy to come I don't back. Want, I don't want know? my body to rot. I mean, it's no. you know. Exactly. I don't want to be around for that. I don't want to go through that. You know, you're constantly it's doubting whether. You, but worse. Yeah. Or either that, or like you're alive, but your spouse is undead, or your child is undead. Oh, oh my god. God. Yeah. Okay. And then eventually, like I said, with the government breakdown, they start taking away rights. They start separating the two communities. So you oh. have undead and you have living, which again, let's revisit what I just said. You're alive. Your spouse is undead. You're alive. Your child is undead. And they want to separate you. It's, it's, oh man, this is just, There's it's so one much. of those series that you definitely walk into a lot of moral dilemmas. You walk yeah. into um, the potential ugliness of how greed can also play into it. Government, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> I, I was waiting here. Does the government even care to like reverse the process or like, or they're just like, this is a thing now, whatever. I'm Who sure. Knows? First, you have I, to read to find out. I, see, I know, I know. I see someone like, oh, I I see someone like so much more. get your so much undead, more. undead kit here, Zomco, where it makes you feel alive. <laughs> Or, I mean, like, so a plethora of products now change, right? Because guns are no longer sufficient, right? Unless you're trying to scare somebody that's living. But once mm -hmm. you shoot someone, they become undead. They still can turn around and shoot you back, right? So then do we move towards more of, like, tasers? Yeah, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Because um, the nervous system can still be affected by electricity after you're, on, after you're dead. Who's ever done that science experiment? Come on, where you hook the frog up to the electrodes and it twitches. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I'm honestly, I'm honestly just like, how do you deal with them? And I'm like, put them in the deepest depth sure, of the ocean. Stop having children. Just, just leave them I mean, in right? the ocean with right? all the other whatever's down there. So, see, but here's the thing: if you decide, walk, if you decide that that's how you're gonna treat the undead, what happens when you die? you go to the, the bottom of the ocean too. So that's the thing you're like, I just have this really, yes, really mm -hmm. vast social commentary, almost like an ethics lesson, but I don't give any answers. People can make their own decision about what they want, you know, how they think about things. Um, I, do, I do point a giant spotlight at the human race and say, this is how ugly we can be. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Like I said, where where's my credit? Where's my card now? Shut up. When does the uh, Kickstarter <laughs> launch? Because I know we got the landing page oh, and we're waiting man. for it to yeah. launch because I'm like, day one. It's so funny. Yeah. Like, oh, I got reading the pages the and yet. like getting the context now. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's it, it's hard to put that all on the page. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, that's why I want to do these interviews is so people can hear me talk about it and all the cool things that are going to be in this world um we go live april 15th so we're doing oh, nice. a 30 like day days, yeah mm, kind of nervous but it's okay i'll just pretend i'm you'll not. be fine <laughs> especially with this kind I mean, of pitch that, yeah i mean that looks that's it's just very it's going to blow people's minds just what you've said so far that's perfect because yeah. Also, to shout, right. shout out, shout out to George real quick. George, thank you for the shirt. Yes, cool. I got my shirt. I got, I got my shirt. I got my book. Thank you, um, thank you, George. I got George, you, Sam. Um, I'm, I'm gonna when I see you, we fight in because I don't have a shirt. 
Ooh. Oh, you probably didn't do the thing you were supposed to do. Mm. <laughs> There's a thing you're supposed to do. Mm. And so, so with the Kickstarter launching Come April 15th, um, April 15th, because you, know, you already got our money. Um, <laughs> what are some of the day one rewards people can ex actually expect okay. when they sign up? So I have a uh, early bird sticker reward. Uh, let me, yeah. So we have an, we have a collectible sticker that's going to be released with every issue. Um, so it's a $15 backing level. It's super easy where you get a physical copy of the comic with Marco's cover and the PDF copy. And I think your name goes on our thank you page, which is cool. Um, but there's only 50 of those. I have a couple other ones that are limited. Like um, I have to talk about the short films. I haven't talked about those yet, but we, we did a riot scene. Okay. All right. So part of, part of the comic, it, it's three parts. So we have the comic, it's the main story, it's the meat and potatoes, the death, dying, destruction, all of that. So if you're really into comics, absolutely. That's all you have to do if that's what you want to do. Um, but the world is so big, like kind of we talked about all these different things that are happening. Not all of that happens in the comic because you only see Jude's point of view. Do we get flashbacks? Do we get something? You do get flashbacks, yeah. You get you get a lot okay. of it. Like you get you get the um the fall of society, you get all the riots, all the gore, Ooh, all okay. of that. I promise you, I don't leave that out. But some of these things are happening and it's like Jude's over in the West and they're happening in the North. Um, so what I decided we would do is explore some of these other concepts using short films and riddles. So for every episode that comes out, we're gonna be releasing a short film. Um, so the one that we did for episode one, when the Kickstarter goes live, it's right there. And we created a commercial for an undead retirement community called Pine Fox. So it's like That's if you were amazing. in if you were in the world and you were watching TV, this could show up as a commercial on your TV. However, um, so there's this community and it talks about the perks and the white picket fence and but it's interspliced with these images of like riots and violence and things on fire. So I do this juxtaposition of like this is how we want the world to be, but this is how it really is. Mm. So some commentary. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I am super sold. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh. <laughs> oh man. So starting in episode two, we're actually gonna make these interactive. Ooh. So you as the reader, we're gonna pick a topic. Um, episodes two topic is conspiracy theories. So we're gonna explore all the different reasons why people think the death process is broken. So you as a reader could video yourself pretending to be in Path of the Pale Rider, talking about conspiracy theories, and send me a 30-second video, and I'm going to edit them all together and make a short film so people can see themselves in it, hopefully. I don't know how, if I have, like, 8,000 people submit things, probably not. But, you know what I mean? Like, in the beginning, I should, I should be able to get everybody in there, um, and we could have this really cool experience where you could see yourself as part of the story. Um, and then outside of that... Every episode is going to have Easter eggs and riddles. So the back cover of our issue is actually a riddle. And if you solve it, it takes you to somewhere in the real world. And then there's additional content for the people that solve the riddles. Oh, this is, so, like, oh, this is like the Gravity Falls treasure hunt. Oh, this is so good. Gravity Falls, yes. Um, what's the other one that someone mentioned to me? It's like Cic Cicada 313. There's all sorts of, there's, there's so. things out there, right? So it's like, um, Moon Knight just actually did one where if you watch the episode, there's a QR code yep, yep, on the yep. wall 
And if you scan it, it takes you to a comic, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like we might have a QR code somewhere in our comic, or there might be Morse code somewhere or mm -hmm. a cipher to break, you know what I mean? Which leads mm -hmm. you to a web page or a YouTube channel or this a phone so number. Fun. I have so many things planned um, for fun. And I mean, like the episode one, the riddle's easy. I already had someone solve it. Someone already claimed first place. So <laughs> someone needs to go solve it and claim second place. Okay. And then um, episode two, it's going to start getting hard. I I'm going to make it more challenging. Cool. It really sounds like again. It just it's just so beautiful because it sounds like you're gonna give um the readers a very immersive experience as things start to come out, and yeah. it's a perfect what you're doing is a perfect example of not just relying on physical media, but you're looking to utilize the digital um, media that's out there to help enhance the book even more, the story even more, to make it very immersive. And I'm like, that's that. And anybody who's watching this on demand or now, that's it perfect example to learn from <laughs> had me at hello <laughs> <laughs> well i love it i love it so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk more about the book um we're definitely gonna have you feature i want to make two two like please love, please make it happen yes uh, interactive like yeah. uh so i don't know if you've ever heard like a like a full production like podcast where like it sounds like uh like a like you're listening to a, a live like uh TV show kind of thing. Uh -huh. I forget what the specific name is that, but it's almost all found footage, like almost all like people's mm -hmm. recordings of like, oh man, like this was crazy. This is my day, blah blah. I like my wife woke up and she, or she was dead, blah blah. Like those kind of things. Yeah, and like the, the um, like the nine one one tapes. Not 911, 911 tapes. Right. Like you could listen to the, the phone calls that were being made on 911. Mm -hmm. So, but we could do something like that based off of Path of the Pale Rider. That's so like, yeah. And also, I would say an interactive game. Like, I feel like this has so much good potential for a game because it also plays with the idea of like, people's morality and seeing where people would go. There's like yes. RPG potential, but also just like regular, like, do a board game, like see where people yeah. go and like choose your own adventure. Like, would you do this now mm -hmm. that you're here in this society? Where do you go from here? And it's like, right. do this. And you're like, oh, that's what you yeah. would do. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Someone else was, um, okay. So when I was letting people read the script, so people from production were telling me Netflix, people from video games were telling me video games, people from comic mm -hmm. books were telling me comic books. The cool thing about this story is everybody sees it in their own medium. So if yep. you like video games, I'm sure we could do a video game. I just need someone to help me do it. <laughs> I, I, dude, I see it. I, I see it. So many different medias where you can go with yeah. this. And, it, it, and it's like, it's perfect with the comic because the comic, you get to introduce people and then like what mm -hmm. you're going to do with the immersive um, experience and all that. And just everything from there. It's just like, it, it, it doesn't matter. This it fits in so many medias, and again, you have a great gem right here, and I can't wait for the Kickstarter. Remember, guys, April fifteenth. April fifteenth goes um, live. You really I'm know how to pitch the it. Button. I'm pushing the button at like what is it? Seven p.m. Central, eight p.m. Eastern. Okay. So I'm gonna do a um, a Facebook Live video. Um, you all are all welcome to come and crash it. Come and talk about your stuff. Like I I want everybody who's a creative or an an indie producer, I don't care if you do comics or board games or, you know, if you're on Twitch, if if you do TikTok, I don't care. Come and talk about your stuff on my on my go live. And then, you know, I have like a half an hour. I'm just going to hang out and talk about things. Marco will be on there. So him and I will have a good conversation. 
and then I'm going to push the button and we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> Richard, everybody, that's it. But now we're on the second half of the show. And then again, guys, Lori is going to plug away again. But first of all, first. Wow. Oh, I'm doing the spoiler warning. So oh, we're going to talk about um, uh, Moon Knight spoiler warnings. We're going to be talking about diving into the first episode. So if you haven't seen it, you may want to watch that beforehand. Um, we're also going to touch base on the last episode of Attack on Titan, which I'm excited about, but disappointed that they extended it for another season, another part, <laughs> whatever. Um, what else? We're going to dive into maybe just some side banter. We never know. But um, uh, Aunt May is dead. So if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Handed it like a pro. I guess. Tone, I guess. Tone, you got the seal of approval. Tone, tone, tell me something. Seal of approval from Val. It was good. Snaps. Listen, you know, um, I'm I'm just gonna be listening and I'll cut in when you call me in, just because this delay sucks. So uh, no worries. You know, is that, is so even on just the road a, tone. No, I'm following the road. I'm, I got my eyes on the road. And then also, Lori, for your comic, uh, looking at the imagery and all, it all makes sense. And when I saw the title, Pale Rider, it automatically made me think, you know, when you think of the Pale Rider, you think of one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And, you know, Both you famine and war and disease. And I just feel like, and I don't know if I'm going to hit the nail on the head, but I just feel like you these guys aren't doing their job. And that's why this shit is happening. All right, so you hit it right on the head. Path you of the Pale what? Rider. Yes, we're talking about That's the four wild. horsemen of the apocalypse, and the, the last one is death, and death is missing. Where is death? Right? Ooh. Ooh. I love it. There you go. I, love I don't got to say nothing for 30 fucking this. minutes. And I come and go. He's got a gold star for the day. Gold there star. you go. <laughs> so, killing it as usual. But I, I, all of that's in there. Like, if you look at Jude. Like St. Jude is actually the patron saint of lost causes. Mm. So there's so a lot more ties in it. into it. Yes. Well there's done. Well it. done. So the more you can, the, as deep as you want to go, it's there. It's there. Oh, damn. We, we're, we're definitely going to have to crash your feet and get, and get more of it. I <laughs> mean, I'm loving it. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. This, 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 I mean, like I said, you got a gem right there. And I'm like, That's okay, so yeah, I'm totally I, I, like, today was the 15th. Bro. Let's go. I wish you all the best with this. I wanted <laughs> to you. reach the stars, it's gonna be great. Yes. I, I'm really excited about this. So, yeah. Guys, share with your friends, share I'm with your so friends. Excited. We get really good guests, but like, oh man, like this is awesome. Well, and this is episode one. We have 13 episodes written, um, in the first arc. And I'm writing oh, wow. the second arc. I'm about four episodes into the second arc, and I have plans oh. for a third one. Do you, so, do you know I mean, where this big. ends, more or less, or like where this yeah. goes? Yeah, yeah, I do. I have an ending in mind, but I don't know how many seasons it's going to take me to get there. Cool. Listen, yeah. it take, it takes it doesn't matter as long you know as long as you get there. Take as long as you need. Right. Story just no it rush. just right. You can do so much with this. Oh my god. <laughs> and we so do. many questions. We do. <laughs> and it's like when you get to the end and you're like, oh my God, now I have to know about this, 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 and this. That's season two. Yes. <laughs> well done. Listen, oh, I, think we, I think we found the ultimate replacement for The Walking Dead with a better storyline. Let's <laughs> go. Thank you. Let's go. Uh, Walking Dead is a great comic it book. Is, it is. show is something different. As soon as I got to Terminus, I canceled out. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And that was early on, too. 
Yeah. And if Johnny C is listening out there, Johnny and George, George, you got a you, 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 you got a new guest. You gotta get, you gotta get her on your show. You got a new guest. You got to get her on your show. Oh, I can talk horror genre. Horror genre is awesome because it tells you what people are afraid of through time. It's so mm-hmm. cool to dissect like the different kinds of horror movies and the and the the decades that they come out with because that's what people are afraid of. That's their psyche. So it's so interesting to really dive into like. What does it mean to be consumed by another human? It was, it was a funny though because last week on on three creators when we found out what people were scared of on three creators, yeah. uh, someone was afraid of a Chucky doll. So someone can go back and watch <laughs> that because they were afraid of the My Buddy doll. So <laughs> it's My not a problem. Listen, listen. First of all, as a Thank child watching Chucky, it was not interesting at all. Okay. I would not touch those My Buddy dolls. I hated those commercials. I was not a fan of Chucky as a kid. I'm sorry. I just hated that he can be in small little places. And then when I got like big enough that I was I like, yo, don't. I can just punt him. I'm punting him. It, it, it is what it as is. A, you're not That's thinking hilarious. of that as a child. You're thinking yeah. of all your dolls coming to life and attacking you at night. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So so we're going to now dive into Oh, wait. Here we go. Oh, uh, we doing George, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes, yep. he wants you on Catch the Craze. Catch the craze. Right. Here we go. He loves okay. the concept. In to Catch the Craze, guys. Not my, my, not my buddy. And the mighty <laughs> palm, and the mighty palm from Las Vegas Ascent Shop. Um, so no, um, so Lori, again, um, coming on the show, you got to see Moon Knight. Um, yeah. what were your thoughts? And you did catch that whole thing where they, the QR code was there, and people got mm-hmm. to scan it. Um, <laughs> so what was uh the the whole? So what was your thoughts of Moon Knight coming out? Um, this first episode. You know, um. I think they picked one of his mild-mannered alter egos to mm-hmm. showcase first. So we would, A, be exposed to the as multiple personalities, but B, to, you know, also showcase um, the missing time. And yeah. uh, to me, that's the time I want to see, right? Yeah. I want to see the action. I want to see the fights. He just wakes up with a gun in his hand and everybody's dead and the truck's blown up. Like, what happened? I want to see that stuff. But Stephen... Grant mm-hmm. is the mild-mannered <laughs> museum um, gift shop worker, right? So not a threat, but it's like if they had started with Mark Spector, we wouldn't care about Stephen Grant right. at all. So that's why I think they did it. And they were able to show a lot of like um, imagery, like when he was like not going to sleep, when he was listening to that podcast, like stay awake, try a puzzle, read a book. And they're showing all this imagery of the Egyptian um, hierarchy. So that kind of mm-hmm. explains how we knew all that is he's constantly reading because he doesn't want to go to sleep because he's not sure where he's going to wake up. Um, I just thought it was so cool where they were able to slip in all these um, innuendo and like more history about who this character is without even showing us who Mark Spector is or how he got mm-hmm. to be Moon Knight. So we're not there yet. So it's like I'm still at the edge of my seat and I want to see more like the whole opening with Ethan Hawke's character smashing a glass and putting in his shoes, like what the f? Yeah, that was he took a, a lot. First, smashed the glass and then put it in. Yeah, his same. Yeah, um, and then you can hear it crunching as he goes by. Like uh, that's gross. That <laughs> I don't just, know about you, but I was just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not comfortable it's with a, that. The new, he's the new Captain Crunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve Ass. Let's call him that. That's corny, sad oh, joke. Steve Ass. <laughs> I mean, before that, um, it did give me serious. Like, if anybody ever saw the movie Memento, which dealt with like memory loss and all that yeah. in the missing time, it kind of gave me those vibes a little bit yeah. with like, oh, oh, and the way they did it with the camera work. 
Uh, Val, give your give me your take on um, Moon Knight um, putting on this latest Marvel show. Well, I'm similar to Lori. I love that they gave us Stephen first, even though Mark is the character and Stephen is just one of his things that came about later. Um, it definitely built an attachment to that character beforehand. I'm looking forward to seeing those missing time pieces that we didn't get to see, because I'm sure that's going to come about. Um, I absolutely loved the flow of the episode. I feel just as lost as Steven does throughout the process. So that works. It made me feel it, so which which was good, especially with the whole fish having one fin and then one day he does, and it's it was like he's like he knows something's wrong, but he doesn't know what it is until the very yes. end. And the fact that we got the unveiling of the costume at the end, I at the very end I'm like, oh my god, I need to see the next episode. I was upset we only got one episode, and I'm like, I need more. So I'm really really looking forward to where they take it. Um, it made me dive more into this character of things that I didn't know because I did, I'm like, where's Mark? Who's this Steven? And it didn't <laughs> occur to me what's going on until I went back. It's been so long since I touched the Moon Knight comic book. And I realized th there are differences because he's a rich guy and he's like what they called the Batman or whatever, similar to in their universe. So when I was like, oh, so that's who it's supposed to be. Make It made more sense now. However, um, I, I'm just really excited to see where the show goes. So far, as far as the first episode, this would line in with one of my favorites alongside mm -hmm. WandaVision. I, I love how the uh, Egyptian god who was speaking to him is like, oh, the idiot is back. <laughs> yeah. Give Marty back to Mark. I'm like, brothers. <laughs> brothers. Um, so oh, the date the mistake. We'll, we'll jump on you next, Law, with this, of your take on it, of how you felt with the show, um, with this opening for Moon Knight. Please give us your take, brother. So I, I'm watching it, and so I originally, like, sometimes I, like, go and watch, like, a History Of video, and I know a little bit of, of Moon Knight. I'm not familiar with the comics, but I know enough of, like, the little tidbits from, like, you know, pop culture history and whatever the case is. So, but I was, like, I want to go in this blind. This is the first time I'm, like, truly, truly just going in blind with the character. And uh, it wasn't until after the episode when someone was, like, they started with Steven for a reason because you as the audience are just as lost and feel as lost as he does. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh shit. Cause in the beginning, I'm like, I like it, but I'm more curious than I am excited. It was very like a, where the fuck is this all going? Like what's <laughs> happening? And each time I'm like, now we're going to get market. They're like, no. And I'm like, what is like, what am I supposed to be like? And I was like, all right, Throw all expectations out the window because they're probably just not going to give it to you. But they gave us just enough of like subtle hints of like the um, the missing time, the lost date, the uh, someone someone pointed out they were like um, the postcards that you see on his wall are the same postcards that are sold in the gift shop where he works. Mm -hmm. So he's just sending them to himself as Mark, and I was like. Oh my God! So what mm -hmm. if he's like, oh, the whole thing is just him. Even the messages keep, to his mom, they right are just keeping himself like, yeah. yeah. I Later was like, game. they're they're playing the really slow game with us, uh, even more so than they did with Wandavision. Wandavision, we kind of had an expectation because we know these characters, and we kind of had a sense of where this was going. With this, we have no idea. Yeah, where where we pop into his life, 
what's happening at this point he's obviously been moon knight for a little while like we'd have no idea unless we are like true fans of the comic and even then you know marvel always likes to take their own thing and run with it so i'm excited to see where it goes i am more excited now after like actually looking back and thinking about the episode and digesting it because during the initial i was just like wait what what am I watching? Like, yeah. I, the entire time it was confusion and wanting more and then going, no, they gave me what I needed. They gave me just enough of what I needed. And kudos to fucking Oscar Isaac because he killed it. Oh. Like, it, it's an amazing yeah. depiction of all these different personality traits. And because uh, you know he's charming, you know he's uh, smart and intelligent, you know he's all these things, but he's giving us like the same portrayal that, um, uh split why can't i think of, uh james mcavoy yeah it's giving us like the same level of like i'm gonna pull multiple personas multiple people with like this one character yeah so it's and amazing I, to see and i love the fact and just to, to piggyback off that that i um kevin feige actually gave oscar isaacs a little bit of creative control of this character hence the different voices we hear that he's doing he's come a long way from playing the x-men villain uh apocalypse the ivan Ooze oh yes apocalypse, um, <laughs> i Finn forgot Cole. he was apocalypse <laughs> he was, it's uh, good I, that you forgot early early <laughs> like really one bad. of my favorite early uh oscar isaac roles was him in sucker punch he played a really good villain yes I forgot that was him. Yeah. He's yeah. also good in um, Ex Machina, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. I have yes. to watch that again, because I only, I think I've only watched, like, bits and pieces of it. That one's disturbing, but you need yeah. to watch it. Okay. Look at me. I'm like, uh, it's disturbing. Watch it. With a full <laughs> smile. Yo, Laura, you're one of my new favorite people. <laughs> put it out there. You're awesome. I'm like, it's gross. <laughs> Listen, we're trying to solve. We're, we're trying to survive your zombie apocalypse first. <laughs> I'm trying to think yes. of every possible scenario right now. Trust me, it's in the back of my head, like I'm writing notes. Tony, <laughs> take it away with your thoughts on Moon Knight because I, I again, I, we want to get your thoughts on there on the road. Of All right, you're feeling. let's go. Tony's hot take. All right, hopefully I don't get cut off. You know, with this fucking weather and shit. Anyway, so <laughs> um, I get to. I kind of agree that I like that. We're kind of coming into it blind, you know. Everyone has their expectations of of Moon Knight. I was kind of under the same under the same place that Law was at. I was like under the impression I knew like he's the Batman of the Marvel universe, but like that was that was really it. Um, so us going through this whole thing of going through Steven's lens and not knowing what the hell is going on and going through his episodes made me feel intrigued with the show and knowing it's kind of an origin story, but the fact that he's already Moon Knight. And we're going to just kind of piece it all together as he gets perfectly puzzle fit into the MCU like Marvel always does. Um, and I, I liked the, the splits of when Mark took over. It added a lot of uh, mystery to it because we still have, because until you get the end when he becomes Moon Knight, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And I thought they, the way they shot it too, it was so ab abrupt. Just. Yeah. And, like the whole situation seems dire and then you get the go to black and like everything changes bodies are on the floor the car's backward the gun's Broken in his hand blood. the windows are broken just like like what the fuck happened and he's like this split second so i'm hoping i'm hoping we do see it but for an introductory episode um it keeps you engaged it makes you want to keep watching versus like if we just got another action set piece but now it's just a brand new character then 
you're not getting that nuance of the multiple personalities. And I think right. this episode really brought it. And until you see it in that, that really great mirror scene when he is going through it and you see Oscar Isaac play both Mark and Steve going through his regular accent and then his, his English accent mm-hmm. and just, and the personalities and the vibes, it all just changes. And you see it in that, in, in those, uh, in the reflection. So I'm, I'm digging it. I'm excited to see what they, what they do, but I'm also, I also love the route that we're going with Ethan Hawke as the villain. Mm, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with him and how that uh, Egyptian goddess comes into play and how these two Egyptian gods, like how, how's that going to work? And where do the Egyptian gods fall into the pantheon of higher beings in the MCU? And if they're going to address that. So I kind of want to see where all that falls into play with what we see for the show, but I'm, I'm in, I like that it's different and we're, we're going the route of the split personalities and going full on full speed ahead with it. Yeah. So um, Mm -hmm. I just want to give a shout out and a big, um, you know, for that creature at the end of that episode who was trying to crawl out that bathroom and was getting his ass whipped. Yo. Like, Yo, I'm not about this. He's like, I was about the other guy. This guy, nah, he's eating me. I, I can't. You seem like, <laughs> like this felt like if we got the mummy now, it was like, oh, bet. Like the same level of like Egyptian horror and like just spooky shit. It was like, no, I'm okay. Like that shit looked genuinely terrifying. But Good made luck. by an Egyptian director. Yeah. Yes. Shout out. That's to that. what I'm yes. excited about too, because it's like, oh, now we get the real it's stuff. Real content, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, Tone brings up a great point. Yep. Yep. That payoff. Yeah. At the end, that was it. Oh, that's so old. It. That was a great way. It's like mm-hmm. it's like it showed it, that creature was scared and terrified, and you saw the terror of it just crawling, and then you didn't see what was going on. It just got pulled in, and then you just hear what's going on, and then you get that final like. It's like okay, he he did some shit, um, but Tom brings up a, brings up an interesting point, and again, the Egyptian gods are coming in, and it's it is pretty funny that, and it's interesting that we're getting Moon Knight now at the same time that we're going to be getting Thor: Love and Thunder, which is going to be bringing in Zeus, mm-hmm. who Russell Crowe is supposed to be playing. So um, Marvel is known to play with its pantheon of various different gods. So the mythology, Greek mythology, the whole the whole gambit. So do you think that we're going to stop there or you think that with these next productions that Moon Knight and Thor are going to open that up for the rest of these pantheons? And Laurie, I will start with you. Mm, I don't know. I think Marvel's plan is pretty set in place for the next, what, four, five, seven, ten years? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> if you I, look I, at it, I mean, they're, they're, gonna, I mean like, I, they're definitely going to explore um, – the black knight so there's going to be some stuff there that we're going to see that's a little bit different and then they're bringing black they're bringing back blade which Mm. i am so excited about i cannot wait to see that i was like if they're going to be casting anywhere i'm just going to show up like hi i'm part of the scene now and they're probably going to escort (laughs) me off it's cool i'll bring my sword maybe they'll let me on no 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 um so I, i mean like i don't know if they can bring in more pantheons besides that those are the ones that are kind of mainstream and we know marvel yeah, they can take some risks. Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a risk at the time. It's mm. not anymore. But um, I don't know. What other ones are out there that you think they could bring in? Um, they did the they did do the Japanese gods. They did do the Hindu. Um, the, the yeah. Hindu so it's not so much. I don't think they're gonna do full on pantheons. I think it's more like they're gonna introduce uh, members okay. of pantheons, but like specific to each character. So we're gonna get. Uh, 
stuff for Iron Fist if they hopefully recast it and do that all over again. We're gonna get Shang Shang Chi. We're gonna get this. Uh, I would I would imagine because there is a Spider God for like the whole uh, Spider Verse uh, guys. So just imagine what. Um, what are you doing? So it's you, it's Alfred. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Me, 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 me. A new Ghost so, Rider. Hey, what's going on, Vic? Vic. So, oh yeah, that was regard, uh, for the gods thing though. Like, we're bringing if we're bringing in Zeus for Thor, do you think they're bringing Zeus to like Introduce do something, Hercules? or is it more to show the threat of uh, of of the God Butcher? I think both because um, Ooh, yeah. in, I keep I keep forgetting that the God both. Butcher is going to be the thing of next. Uh, yeah, but this is the thing. I, I I think it's both, but also due to interest because in the Marvel comics there was always this Council of Gods from different pantheons. Zeus sat on there. Odin mm-hmm. at one point. Odin was replaced by Thor. You right. had the different devils of Marvel who um were probably everyone's waiting for Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Going, Mephisto is coming. Um, you have I Black. Also, I also, I also think they're going to do. Zeus to introduce, uh, I mean, Hercules. Hercules. Hercules because he's like best friend. He's an before. Avenger. Yeah, but Hercules too. is also very much involved in the Avengers storyline. So if they are trying to get another godlike character to replace Thor over time, Hercules would be their next go-to. And then don't forget, we we did get the Eternals who kind of have the godlike abilities and so. been mistaken as gods. Um, so there's a lot. And I'm again, Moon Knight. Good night, George. We're gonna definitely good night, George. Um, we're definitely going to hit up on Moon Knight episode two because there's the again. I think we said everything that we can say about this episode because it's just it is an awesome episode. It is an awesome introduction. But let's get into the next uh, nugget in the room: Attack on Titan. God damn it, yo! Damn it. So, how many of us are mad? This is, this I'm so so disappointed. Me and Tone. Why did you take yourself out? Yeah, because that's how upset I am about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, usually we take you out when you're in trouble for something. No, I, I, let, let me lead it off first. So, Attack on Titan, this was supposed to be the final episode of a two part season. Yeah, yes, thank you. <laughs> a two part season, season finale. But now they like decide okay, yes. to pull a rug under our eyes and say, oh, no, we're going to give, we're going to extend it to a part three on how we were told you that this last episode was going to be an hour. No, it's going to be 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And we're going to do a whole, like, you know, they should have just broken up into seasons. I'm sorry. So, the episode to me, it was that what made up for me, and I'll just say it was just the ending. Everything else I could have done without what was going on in the episode. It just, it, 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 it every, but it was the well, ending that really, for me, it was that because I guess I was still like upset with, I was expecting an hour and I got, you know, feel like I got cheated. I felt like, you know, they told me that, oh, you could go get gas for $2, but really you're going to give it to me for $5 a gallon. <laughs> so that's like, that's how I felt. Anyway, we'll, we'll vow, vow because you, 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 because I messed up last week. We'll let you start this. Yeah, one. go ahead, Val. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I just, okay. Uh, obviously you guys know those who've watched this several times, me and Tone did read the books. So we knew what to expect coming in. And I knew there's a lot more to go. And I'm like, oh, but we don't, if they're going to put it in one episode, then we're going to get a lot in this episode. I was not <laughs> given what they, what I intended. So I would like, okay, okay. And I'm looking at the timing. I'm seeing how much is left. I'm like, they're not going anywhere with this. Oh my God. I'm not going to get what I want to see. So I wasn't upset at the way the episode went, but I thought we were going to finish it 
you know, I thought it was done. I thought I didn't know they were going to intend to do a part three of the final season, mm -hmm. which they are dragging it out at this point. So I'm ready to see it end. I want to see it already. I need to see that animated. However, I will say for those who have not read the anime, it is something to watch because I can't wait till they animate what's expected to come. It's going to be amazing. Um, especially with how we know how well they have done so far. It's just they're dragging it at this point. Um, you think that the hype is going to maintain absolutely. because of it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's that what's to come is that is 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 that really good. like people? So as as like upset as we are that they're as upset as we are that we're yes, still the gonna be action scenes we're going to get are ep going until to be epic. the last episode where disappointment will fall upon me yes. and that. <laughs> the action sequences when they finally go against Aaron will yes. be worth it. It's going to be epic. I'm telling you guys, it is definitely saying. worth it. Um I I just I just thought I would get it in the last episode. Mm. Um but we didn't. So it's fine. I'm okay with what they did. Just not happy that it didn't give it to me yet. That's all. Lori, you're being tagged in. Let's go. <laughs> wow. All right, so that let me just say that um, I, I went back and I rewatched from like the end of season three. So I rewatched the entire season starting last week. So like maybe in like four or five days. So I've just been binge watching Attack of Titan for days. And um, I, when you get to that last episode, I'm just like, why do we need to know all this information? Like all these flashbacks. What are they giving us here? Because I don't care. I want to see when they show up on the coast and, you know, kill all the people. Sorry. That's what I want to see. Right? Don't be sorry. Um, I think it was more so to show Aaron what they've ignored to see. That he's always been this way. And that, that moment with Mikasa where he was like, why do you feel, you know, what do you feel? How do you feel about me? Kind of thing. Like that was, that was her moment. I think mm -hmm. that she could have turned him back if she would have been honest with him and been like, I love you instead of we're family. It's like, nope, you missed. He's done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, Agreed. but I mean, that's how I took it too, is like he was looking at these people and saw that they were people. Um, this pickpocket came. So it's like, then he I got to hear all the ugliness from the Marley, the Marleyans. Yeah. Call them, yep. um, that they were going to throw him into the sea and they were going to crush his hands and blah, blah. Um, so then it's like he's everybody else is reacting and he's just stoic. He's just staring off into space because he's kind of made up his mind at this point. He knows what he um, has to do by then. Like he's yeah. already set his mind. He's just waiting for everybody else to see it and they don't. Mm -hmm. Right. Because even, even and they before won't. when he just hit the shore, before he went over, when he yeah. hits the shore, he realizes Remember? like there's more out there. He's already putting all that together. Mm -hmm. So all that from then to when he hits the shores of Marley is just him planning. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I thought like it was really cool to, to have that one little twist where it's like he could see future memories. And yeah. I knew something was up with that when there was that one episode where they were showing his dad, Grisha. And then the owl was like, how are you going to save Armin and Mikasa if you don't do this? And he was like, who's that? So right. how would neither one of them knew who those people were? So it's like somebody knows something, right? Ha! That's where it is. The you way know what I mean? So they're, that always, mm -hmm. they're always so, they're always thinking ahead. Yep. Tone. Uh. <laughs> 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 I feel like everyone's giving that same like, initial reaction. 
<laughs> so, you know, I got it. Look, this is my men. Uh, hold on. I, I gotta see. Okay, this is the right way. Okay. I'm going through the back roads of Maze Landing. This shit makes no sense. Anyway, um, I, you know, it's a, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating to keep getting blue balled into a finale. <laughs> and That's pretty accurate. I, I would have been better if we knew going into this, like, from the jump in January that we were going to get a part three. Yeah. Like if they were just up front and that were, you know, final season, part one, two, and three. And I think I would have been good with it instead of like making it a big to de- a big deal and like a fun announcement that we're getting a part three at the end of the season when no one was expecting that. Uh, when everyone knew going in, like you have like eight chapters to go and what are you going to go a demon slayer out and do a, do a movie? Like what's, What's the plan here? Like no one's communicating to the fans. And I just think, I think that's irresponsible. I I think it's just irresponsible at this point. I get that. We don't, you know, we don't, you don't owe us anything. It's art. And I get that, but it just gets to a point where it's like, just be, just be honest and communicate. And the fact is like, we got to wait till the end of this episode, which half of it's a flashback. And you're banking on this whole revelation. Of the, it's like 90% flashback. 90% flashback. And you're doing this whole thing. And, you're ending on this moment and, and Mikasa asking Aaron and then you end it with Aaron showing up to the to the to the to the to the uh to Marley sure. and she's like mm-hmm. I don't wanna I don't wanna wait another fucking year. Yeah. Like like we already we already did that. And then and then what I'm gonna be frustrated about is if they do so if you if y'all remember from the first episode of part two of the last season, it's literally a rehash of the last episode of part one of the last season. So your first episode back, it's a rehash. I feel we're going to get a rehash in this new episode, and it's probably going to drag it out to 12 episodes when it's eight chapters. Yep. And it's just like, just like fucking finish it. Like, y'all should have <laughs> known from the jump how long this is going to be and just be like, we're doing this in three parts, or we'll make it 24 episodes, or we're like, you know it's a moneymaker, it's going to be a big to-do. And it, yeah. I think it's just irresponsible and annoying as fans to not just be in the know. It shouldn't be a surprise at the end when you keep calling it the last season. This right. is gonna be a, this is gonna be even a bigger surprise. Watch next year once part three comes out. They're not. Hey, guess what, guys? No, they can't. Not it's not, it's it's not, it's not that much content left. It's eight chapters. It's eight right. chapters. It's like a bunch of action sequences and then a disappointing ending. Like that's it. <laughs> don't say, I mean, don't don't say disappointing. It. Don't say disappointing. It's, it's you said it's, it, Val. You and Tony. I didn't say that disappointing. disappointing. That ending uh, okay, sucks. No, Val. I did. You're right. You're right. I did say <laughs> that. I remember saying that. We definitely I definitely said it was disappointing. Um <laughs> mm, I'm gonna have to read I got it nothing. I got nothing. I, got, like, I was gonna try yeah, to clean it up so it doesn't give away too them. much, but you, you know what? We did the spoiler word. Yeah, we I should have not. It's not Game of Thrones season eight bad. It's just no. disappointing. Okay. Right, right. I mean, it it worked for what it was, but I didn't like what it was. Kind of exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like no, you're gonna watch dead ass, dead ass. The second to last episode, you're gonna be like, this is the greatest Attack on Titan episode I've ever watched. They'd and be like, the I can't wait. Like, How what? are they gonna follow it up with that ending? And you'd be like, well, wow. fuck. Oh, yeah. go ahead. You're, you're, it just felt like he didn't know how to finish it. It was just, it's a lot. It's just a lot. I'm hoping it was, oh. that's so bad. Is, like, as a writer, you need to know how to end your series. Yeah. So many right. things, it's like you get started and you don't know how they end. And they just like wing it. And then you get a Game of Thrones. You get a Dexter. 
I mean, like, how many seasons oh, have Ronald's. we been watching for forever? And it's just like, Ronald's, yeah. yeah. Yo, me, me and oh, Val. You might get me. an alternate ending if they expand it to 12, the, the eight chapters to 12 episodes. <laughs> we might get something no. we didn't expect. That would be great. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think people will be pissed at that. I would. I want an alternate ending. I'd be happier with an alternate ending. Well, if it's disappointing me, okay. All right, I'll give you that. If it's already disappointing, change the ending. Cool. I'm cool with yeah. that. I'm going to change it. I just want more. In, I just want more. Like, like right. expand it. You know, yeah. like the 40 pages of that chapter, it just felt rushed. Mm-hmm. And you don't, and you're kind of like reading it and you're like, I don't get what the point is. What's going on? And maybe yeah. in the show, they'll just expand that and it'll feel worth it. But yeah. the manga, it just doesn't, you go from one chapter, that last, the second to last chapter to that last chapter, and it just doesn't feel the connected. Energy fades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's bad writing. That's too bad. Yeah. Mm. I, I Whack. Uh, but let's I talk about so. the last five minutes of that episode was not horrible. Ooh, I, I got you. No, I got you great. right now. So, okay. <laughs> all that I said, like this, this entire, this entire part of this season or this season in general. So, uh, me coming back to Attack on Titan took a lot. It literally took tone going, "Yo, you need to get into this." Showed me season three when I already lo- left at like season one, and I was like, "You took too long to give me season two. He was like, "Show <laughs> here's season three the first couple seconds of the episode i was like fuck it i'm in but now we're like they have a lot of intrigue like it's not even the fights like this season was not about the fight it was literally about the oh shit moments at every fucking turn like how do you outdo yourself and they just keep doing it like oh yeah like this and we're like Mm -hmm. oh okay you're right you got it right now i think leading up to this like this ending we all had that like bet this is gonna be the big finale let's go and then for them to go nah but not really was whack so i i like a good like uh you know flashback and give you context that would have been great if they sprinkled that in beforehand if they sprinkled that in uh on their way over to like you know meeting with the rest of these guys before they even took the ship like way before um mm-hmm. getting it now like granted in context mikasa has the time to actually think about this but otherwise it doesn't really do anything for me like it just doesn't yeah see what i mean that was that was what i was thinking too i'm like why am i getting this information now this is I the feel finale like because this should have been something it should have been a longer season instead of what right. we got. Mm-hmm. So if, if this was, if this was this... like the center point, right? That would have then been... it would flowed, and we wouldn't be thinking this is the last episode. Yes. we wouldn't feel the way we did. Absolutely. So because we were anticipating last episode, let's get go in, and you're giving us flashbacks. Right. Right. But I will. I will say it does give us a lot of the context that uh, for Erin, for Mikasa, and for the rest of the like, you you now know a lot of what's at stake for everybody in this. Like everyone has some level of why they want to stop Erin, why they sided with Erin, why like all of it. Everything's like kind of out there for you. Uh, Getting to the end though, so this whole time I'm like, how the fuck are these like colossal whatever titans are get? How are they getting across? And I was like, oh, they're legit swimming. Like, they're actually, in my head, I was like, they're not big enough to just walk the fucking way under. No, they are fucking torpedoing their way and just clouds of, like, 
Yo, do you see I, how yo, the guy burned when they passed by? Melted. Yep. It was like in yeah. seconds, and the way they drew that and, and illustrated it was just freaking. Let, let's let's give context because everyone's been seeing the like when when they got to uh, the shore and they can see like the clouds ahead of them. They're like, oh, they're already like a ways ahead of us. It was like that gives you context for how many there are and what kind of like what's about to go down. Right, but yeah. seeing it from the Marlan side, where they're like, "All right, we are literally the last stand," because we know what's about to come, uh, but they don't know what's coming. They don't. They don't. Right. Like no one can fathom on that side what exact. Because for all they know, they have a few. Like at most, they've seen the Colossal Titan. At well, most, maybe once. Maybe, maybe one that time. That thing is so dangerous, though. It's like it can't. It can't be utilized like the jaw and like um, right. the armor. It's like those guys can show up and fight. Colossus shows up and kills everybody. It's a nuclear bomb that goes off. These guys so, are bigger yeah. than the Colossal Titan, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, they're all Colossal. They're all, oh, they're they're all, all Colossal Titans. It's an army yeah. of Colossals. So you so, have an army of Colossal Titans, and then you get like the entire, like, pa pa pa. You're like, oh, all right, cool. You're getting people getting knocked. Uh, uh, <laughs> hi, Alex. Um, so you're getting, you're getting these yes, titans, titans getting. I'm dead. You're getting these titans you getting, like, the whole eliminated, right? You're getting these titans eliminated. You get a little bit of like, you give them enough hope of like, okay, you, yeah, you got them for two seconds. For two seconds, and I knew that I was like, yo, there's literally not enough bullets. There's not enough reload time. Like y'all need to keep shooting. Like do keep shooting. Why stop? You keep shooting. Like yo, I'm like, what like, are they doing? Bah, 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 bah. Pause with pride. No, keep <laughs> fucking going. Keep fucking. What are you doing? So it's like, cool. Then you get them coming out like with the steam, and you're just like destroy that entire fleet, right? Now you get to shore. Maybe. These guys don't even like they've maybe fired once, but you get these guys looking and they're just a, nah, I'm out, I'm go, I'm running. And it's that like response of like, yo, there's no way you can outrun this thing. Why are they, like you can accept your your fate, but like you're gonna run to attempt to escape these things. You're not. Mm -hmm. There's nothing yeah. that's like gonna outrun these things. It's impossible. So you get that. The most terrifying thing is what fucking Aaron looks like at the end. Because you're just like, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, is this the first time they show him like that? Is yep. yeah. Yeah. So you see okay. Aaron, so you see Aaron like this, and like, oh my God. So it's 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 a terrifying sight for not only the fact of like what he looks like, but how massive he looks. And then the fact that they know that he's the attack titan. Mm -hmm. So they're yeah. looking at him going, holy and shit. And the sounding titan. And, and the, the Warhammer Titan. <laughs> they're just like, oh <laughs> shit. But I don't think I don't think the Marleyans know that he has the other two. I think they know he has the founding no, Titan. Know. No, they, they know. They know he has all three? Because I yeah. think they saw him take the founding or the, the right. Warhammer one. They, they, he they killed the Warhammer, yeah, at Liberia. But at, the, right. at that conference where the war when he fights Warhammer, they are announcing that he took the founding titan. Oh, as that's well. right. That yes, guy, yes, Willie. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that's family. even more terrifying. They I, know he Tiber. has three Titans, Tiber, like three yeah. power. Yes. And they're looking at just his face of the attack Titan. And they're like, nope. Attached like, to a giant skeletal skeleton. Skeleton. Like, yeah, it's... You know, like, I want to know, know if he's just going to like 
form into something or if that's just who he is. Wait like, I want to see what oh happens. Oh, my God. So I'm, excited, watch it I'm excited for what cage. happens next. If but like, they animate it the way it's in the... It, I'm telling you the, the fight scene that's to come and it's the what I imagine it to look like, it's going to be epic. It's but just, it I wanted it, it already. I mean, right, but give it to me now. Yeah. Right. I, I, think they, I think if they would have done, a, done a, like... a two-part split where they did, I... like, like okay. in between, like, they did the beginning of this all the way up until, like, maybe just when they took the airships or, or, or the or the ship, right? Yeah. Cut it. That's that's a part one. Then you do part two from, like, this episode on would have made more sense for me. Or would have at least I felt agree. better. That would have made more sense. That really would have made more sense. Because that's a good pivotal, like, think, you know. Yeah. I think somewhere in during the production of when they were releasing the second part, that's when they decided to do a part three and they didn't tell fans. And that's what got me upset about it. But other than that, I'm happy we got the show. We, I'm happy we have the studios working on the show because, you know, if you're a fan of Attack on Titan, you know the full year gaps that we have between yeah. season one oh, and season God. two. Well, it was but, Two it years, was wasn't rough. it? Yeah, yeah, it was about two years. I, yeah. I like the hype died so much that I literally was like, I'm good. And it was like, no, you have to. And Tone was like, bro, sit your ass down, watch this fucking fight. And I was like, you know what, Tone, was, you're right. I'm so. That was the Levi fight, right? Yes. Yes, it yes. was. Levi you through were, the city. Levi. I was like, yes. you, you absolutely Levi's right. Levi's so Tone, amazing. I love Levi. He's my one of my, him and Mikasa are my favorite characters in the mm, whole thing. That One of the Mikasa's fights, uh, and I think it's like the second to last episode where she's fighting the other oh, uh, Jaegerists, and she's just chopping him in. It's so brutal. She uses somebody's body so as a shield and like stabs someone through the body, and I was like, that's badass it, yeah. it was yeah. it was funny just to watch her like see liagris who thought oh i'm gonna go like she can't catch me and she, they were like motherfucker here i am like she just popped up on the other side of them and they're like oh shit it's too oh, late shit. at that point mm-hmm. by the so time you react to her season, you're already dead this season they focus a lot more the transition where they're no longer killing titans right. they're killing other yeah. people and you yeah. see that they were able to depict yeah. that actual struggle Mm-hmm. And where it's people that they trained with, people that they, you know, mm-hmm. are built, uh, it's it's just so that last episode where the, also they see their levels the, of skill. Because yeah, yeah and Connie see, and Daz. Like, I know which one you're talking about, Val. Where they go to the airship. Yes, yes. and there's yes. Daz and that other guy, and Connie's like, "Why did you make me do this?" You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And oh, it's so heartbreaking. It's so good. The way and Armin oh. can't do anything. Because yeah, because he he'll kill everybody. Right. Yeah. He mess- they don't have a flight. That boat would be gone. Yeah. He can't even. Uh, it was just so. The way so that was done. Yeah. yeah. That episode should have been a finale for the first season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, they the, have such good writers. Armin is one of my favorite characters. And you see how much he's conflicted. Uh, like, he's yeah. grown so much throughout this entire series. Absolutely. But you see the conflict when they're looking at him about to, like, you know they're they're like the all right we're waiting for the call, and then you got the gun. He's like, he's constantly go. self-doubting oh, himself. What? Yeah. He and thinks, then he thinks he would deserve the comparison. Like, oh, oh, it was Annie. Annie was like, oh, if you were Irwin, he would have made this decision faster. Or something like he she yeah. made some underhanded comment. I was like, yo, that's cold. And he, that's always what he's comparing himself yeah. to: whether or not he's yeah. good enough, and whether or not he should have been the one po- chosen over Irwin. Right. It's, it's a constant struggle within himself. So it's. The way that the especially the main three characters, the way they've written them and 
grown through this series mm-hmm. from when they started. It, it's it's amazing. I, I I still love the show. I'm just not happy with what they decided yeah. to do. I, I'm just season. glad that they let Connie and um and um why can't I think of Jean Jean uh, like I'm glad they let them grow too. Yes, because yes. if if they would have had them for this long and they're still like uh they didn't feel <laughs> as connected to the world and they they were just like they were just like just side other stuff. guy. Mm-hmm. I would have been upset. Like, Connie, right, mm-hmm. I genuinely felt bad for this entire season. I was just like, mm-hmm. yo, someone hug that man. <laughs> like, Especially with his mom situation yo, and him trying to feed the that kid. broke my heart. But then, like, not for nothing, John, yeah, like, losing leadership in this season where, like, he's trying to be the leader and trying to make decisions, but then is conflicted by the fact Completely. that he's like, He's like, yo, fuck Aaron, but fuck all y'all too. Like, all you yeah. motherfuckers are crazy. Like, what are you? Yeah. Like, are we really doing this right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, how come no one just... is talking? Why can't we talk? He's like, yeah. how many times have we tried to talk? Let's keep trying to talk. Yeah. When, when in so early season, John was not that dude to talk. John was about mm-hmm. those hands, and he was a fucking loudmouth like asshole. But he well, didn't he, he want to be in the in wall rows in the inner office. He didn't even want to yeah. be a scout. Be yeah. He wasn't yeah, trying. Right, he was yeah. trying to live the sweet life. Like he I was not with it. And like Aaron oh, guilted man. him into it. Yeah. He was, he was that clerk? Is like I'm not even supposed to be in here today. Right. Yeah. But um, God, we're, we're at that hour. Um, again, this has That's been a, a good episode. episode man. Love it. Can I, got, I can I just say something real quick about second time, which made me laugh really hard. When Reiner was sitting at the table with his family and he was talking about how terrible the Paradiso devils were, and he was like, This girl on the first day stole a potato. And I was like, He's reliving the Sasha potato. <laughs> and that was his excuse of why oh they were God. so terrible was oh Sasha my. stealing a potato. And then she cut it in half, the, but it wasn't even close to being half. <laughs> rest in peace, the homie Sasha. She was so good. It was so oh, simple so back then. So simple. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was really funny. <laughs> I would have never imagined where it is now watching that first season. Yeah. It's yeah. it's evolved to a completely different show. Yeah. That's that yeah. just shows you the writing, the, the, the animation, and, and, and it's they, been done in two different studios. I mean, AOT's just been always been good about just expanding mm-hmm. on what they've built. Like, they're just giving you more info and more info and more info. So, yeah. Yeah. and that's kind of how I strive to write too. I'll tie it um, up. You're into doing my it. Yeah. I mean, if you guys like I Am Legend, Mad Max, um, Spaghetti Westerns, Apocalypse, uh, Zombies, anything like that, that's what this comic book is. Um, I take you for a ride through the uh, uh, Wild West, which is uh, 10 years into the apocalypse. We follow Jude St. Clair and his horse prince. Um, we get to experience all sorts of things, the fall of mankind, the fall of the earth. Um, you get undead people, undead bears, undead animals, undead insects. Um, there's a million ways to die in this world, but you there's still no escape. Um, our Kickstarter goes live on April 15th. I would love if you could uh, click on our link for our pre-launch page and hit that notify me green banner. Um, if you click on there and put in, like sign in to Kickstarter, um, We'll send you an email when we go live. Uh, don't miss out on those early bird specials, that early bird sticker and those patches um, from the riot scene. I only have 50 of those each, um, but we got all sorts of different covers. We have Marco's beautiful cover with the shattered glass. We have a, a big James cover. We have a Jude cover, which is so reminiscent of the good, the bad and the ugly. It's 
great. And then I have another cover that's coming, which shows like the disc, the broken disc and a horde of zombies and all their gory glory, which will be awesome. Um, lots of good things. At the $100 level, we will actually draw you into the comic book. But again, we're probably going to kill you like pretty quick. <laughs> it's just because that's how we roll. Um, so it'll be but fun times. Dead, You'll though? see yourself and then we'll squish you. What? But are we dead though? You're on dead and I can bring you back at any time. There exactly. you go. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the cool part about this world is that no matter what happens, we can always see you again. Um, so yeah, follow us on oh, Kickstarter. Dope. We go live April 15th. We're doing a 30 day campaign, trying to get funded. Like, you know, first couple days would be great. And then, and then it's just all cake from there. Um, we got some stretch goals. We got extra merch, um, all the stuff that's, that's extra, like the short films and the riddles is all free. Um, it's not something that we have to hit a stretch goal to have them. They're always going to be included. So you can be part of those short films. You can solve the riddles and go down the rabbit hole and really enjoy this world. So come with me. Oh, this is awesome. Yes, Make sure you save the day. Path guys. of the <laughs> Pale Rider, guys. Yes. Path of the Pale mm. Rider. Sounds very dope. Yes. We're on all social medias, Facebook group, Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter, um, website. We're, we're on everything. So everything is Path of the Pale Rider. Um, I think on Instagram and TikTok, it's pa at Path of the Pale Rider with an underscore between the words. Mm -hmm. And then Twitter, we're at Path Pale Rider. So we took out some words. But I mean, we're everywhere. It's nice. all in the description, guys. The Kickstarter link, everything there. Make sure you click, um, hit the notify. So when it launches on April 15th, you can fund and try to be one of those first 50 backers. Get that hundred dollar level, get drawn in the comic and get killed. Yeah. So that this way, you know, nice. we can we can kill you. Um, <laughs> again, Lori, I want to thank you for coming on nerds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a great awesome. time. Yeah. And I would you're be happy always, to come back. Yes, like, you're always you guys... welcome back. Thank you. I was going to say, once my episode is out and delivered, and when you get your copy and read it, then we can talk about all the nasty things I do in the comic book, and like <laughs> I give you all the skinny yes. about why. Um, Let's do it. I got to tell you, once we get to episode eight, it's going to blow your mind. I can't wait. Cool. Yeah, wait. But, um, another great episode of Nerds of the Rounds, guys. Catch us next week, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, we're going to be touching up on the first three episodes of Halo and yes. Moon Knight episode two. So, yes, the first three episodes of Halo we will talk about and Moon Knight episode two. So, this has been your boy, Sebastian. It's been your boy, Law. And Tone, and tone across oh. the hall, but he's frozen. I think he's frozen. <laughs> I think we lost him. And we have Val, as he, always. Yes, always. I'm always here. I'm, I might come back next week. We'll see. The homie, I got to catch Halo. I don't I don't have access to Halo, though. I, I don't know. But definitely us. Moon Knight. Apparently, I'm apparently with it. Tone got us. Tone's the plug. Send Halo. that. Send that. <laughs> there he is. There we go. What's up? What's, I'm sorry. My, my service keeps cutting in What's what are we doing? We gotta do the ending. You're saying goodbye. Let's <laughs> goodbye. Say tone from across the hall. Uh, we, we never do that at the end, but all right, fine. Tone from across the hall. Later, everybody. <laughs>